0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic
0: hits. Two women were subjected to stalking by men they scarcely knew and they've launched a campaign to have a specific offence of stalking introduced into the statute book uh, with longer sentences for the crime than that currently available to prosecutors. Now, Una Ring from Yall in County Cork and Eve uh, McDowell, a student at NUIG, were both subjected to terrifying campaigns of stalking and both saw their stalkers receive similar sentences of seven years with two years suspended after they had been convicted of harassment. Now, the women who established contact uh, with each other after they had both spoken separately on radio have now teamed up with the support of the Cork Sexual Violence Centre and they've begun a campaign for stalking to be recognised as a separate offence with significant penalties. In the UK, where someone is convicted of stalking and they put someone in fear of violence or cause serious alarm or distress, they can be jailed for up to 10 years, whereas the maximum sentence here for harassment under Section 10 of the Non-Fatal Offences Against a Person Act is seven years. So joining me on the line to talk a little bit more about it is one of those ladies, um, Una Ring. Uh, Una, good afternoon to you.
1: Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on.
0: And I, I'm sorry you had to go through what you had to go through. And it pains me to ask you to can you give us some sort of some idea of what actually happened to you for the listeners listening who may not be familiar with your story um i suppose this happened to you and, and it, it was very serious i read the story actually what happened to you It was very serious but maybe in your own words let us know how you feel and i felt at the time and you know and what fear this put into you
1: yeah well the my guy in question he was um a work colleague and he left work on the 7th of february and he contacted me almost immediately to um i he wanted me to meet him in his new place of employment to go through his his projects that he had left over when he was finishing up and mm-hmm. um, and I asked him to come to say, my office because all the paperwork was there yeah. I didn't really take any notice No, innocent
0: it. enough yeah. yeah
1: yeah so then he rang me again and he said look that he had been talking to his his employers and that they were interested in offering me a job as office manager Um if I was interested and could I call to his new place employment and I again said no that I was very happy where I was which I am and um, Again, didn't didn't raise any red flags. I thought it was fine. And then he rang me the following day again and asked me to, could I call to the office early in the morning and um, give him a hand with, um, if he was having an exhibition or an opening and... I helped him out with, you know, flyers and leaflets and all that kind of stuff. So, again, didn't raise any red flags. And I, I Because I at the, the time, him. you
0: think this is just friendly interaction of somebody who was a former work colleague and yeah. they were trying to help yeah. you out. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And like I, I was kind of saying, well, he's trying to make a good impression on his new employers. Like, so, you know, you wouldn't see anybody stuck. Yeah. So I, I met him um I I met him at the side of the road actually and I followed him on in in his car because I didn't know where it was and it was February. It was like before seven in the morning and it was pitch black. So he he drove on, I drove on behind him and we got to the premises and like he was grand. Everything was just, you know, normal chit-chat and... we went in and he locked the door behind us, which I didn't take any notice of again, because often if I was working myself, if I was the first in to work, I'd lock the door behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't take any notice, went upstairs, were chatting away, and then I said, look, we'll, come on, we we'll go to the conference room, because I wanted to get you know, get, get it done so I could go to work. And when I got to the conference room, there was nothing there but um, a table. There was no chairs, so no flyers. So no you were brought plans.
0: there under false pretenses, essentially?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. And um I kinda knew I was in trouble then. So I turned and he put his arms around me and was starting to try to kiss me and I was like, James, I, I I stop and he was like, It's only a kiss and I was like, No, I don't want this and he was like, um, you won't know unless you try and I was like, Please stop I was all I could do was move my head because he had my arms pinned.
0: That must um, have been terrifying for you.
1: It was terrifying, it really was and he like he he'd he'd be quite a big man whereas I'm like five foot two, you know. Okay. Um so I was again saying, please stop and just moving my head away from him. And he was like, oh, you won't know unless you try. And then I was able to kind of get my, my hands free a bit. So I just shoved him off and I just said, look, stop. And he was saying, well, I, I'm separated and I think we'd be a good couple. And I was like, well, you know, I'm I'm not interested for a relationship. At the moment, I'm yeah. working hard. I was office manager at the time, recently promoted. And, you know, I wanted to put the hours in at work and put the, the, the effort into work. And I just said, look, I'm, I'm not interested. And, um... Mm-hmm. He said, "Fine." So I was kind of like, "How the hell am I going to get out of here?" So I said, "Look, we'll have a cup of coffee." I had a quick cup of coffee. I had a quick, quick chat. And-, and I suppose and so you were doing that. You were
0: doing that just to calm the situation. I suppose exactly. At that stage. Because
1: yeah. I felt if I kicked off, he would have kicked off, and it would have escalated quite quickly because he he had a face like thunder on him. When, when I when I stopped him, you know, so I was kind of like. And,
0: and at that stage, had you thought about reporting that incident or did you just put it down to experience and say, "Well, okay, I'm going to stay away from this guy"? I mean, what what way did you react to that? Well, experience? I didn't.
1: I I was very shaken by it. But what happened then was he he started messaging me for six weeks, and like it, it was it was like all the time. So there was one or two walk ones which I I messaged him back, but the other ones. I ignored them because I felt okay if I ignore him enough, he'll you know he'll get the message and he'll go away. But unfortunately, that made it worse. It actually it aggravated him, and he said he was going to come to my house. Oh my. Um, So I no, I didn't think he knew where I lived. I knew he knew I lived in Yard, but I didn't think he knew my address. Were, like I and, At any from. stage,
0: did you think, Una, to yourself, maybe I should go to the guards? At, you know, midway through all that. And maybe try and get mid- a safety mid- order mid- against him or something like that, or was there was there a thought of that going through your head that you should do that?
1: There, there wasn't at that time. Mm. But I, I, like by June, I was I was quite rattled by it, and I said, okay, so. I, I'm, you know, I'm going to go to the guards and I'm going to report it, just to have it on on file. Um, I because by this stage, you see, he did actually go quiet after the first of April when I told him to stop. He stopped. Um. So I went, I did go to the guards in June and I said, look, he's gone quiet now. I don't want you to contact him because I don't want to aggravate him. Do you not yeah. yeah.
0: And that, by the way, that's um, a terrible situation that you have to say something like that to the guards. I mean, because it's, yeah. you shouldn't be in that situation that you have to keep quiet with a fear that he's going to come back to you again. You know, that's a horrible yeah.
1: situation. Yeah. yeah, and you see, at at the time we were we were in lockdown and, um, you know, I was saying, OK, he's he's down in North Carberry, I'm up in y'all. He, you know, he can't come up anyway, so... But the minute the lockdown was lifted, he was he was up at my house. Um, mm-hmm. No, I didn't know it was him. But the, the the car tires were painted, the window was painted, the letters were left. And um, once the first letter was left, the guards advised me to put in CCTV. They were patrolling the park at night about three times a night. Um, but once the second letter was left, like it it ran and, up. And the contents of the letter
0: were threatening you essentially. Yeah,
1: it yeah. was it was. It, he told me he was going to break in and rape myself and my daughter if I if I didn't oh, consent right.
0: to sex with them. So,
1: yeah, it, it was, it was quite, quite horrific, really. And um, there was a guy from the crime prevention came up and he told me to steal my letterbox in case he poured petrol through. And I did find that very, very, very hard to deal with.
0: And, you know, when you, you, you sometimes you think about these things as some sort of fantasy that somebody would never carry out. But then when you read the news and you hear horrendous stories of you know mm-hmm. a woman being murdered or a boyfriend mm-hmm. killing a wife or a girlfriend or, or whatever, mm-hmm. or vice versa, um, you mm-hmm. think these are real. These are stories that actually can happen. And you, and you do fear yeah. for your life. I can imagine you yeah. must have been
1: terrified. I was, I was, I was terrified. And like, even, even with the guards parked outside, like they they set up an operation then that they'd be outside the house from, they'd be down a bit from um, midnight until 5am. And um, so I knew they were there. But Can I, I, can I, I ask I,
0: you, by the way, when he started sending the letters and painting, uh, you know, putting paint on your, on your car mm-hmm. or whatever, what else he was doing, could they not have arrested him at that point? I mean, what was the well, reasoning we behind? We we
1: we didn't know it was him.
0: Oh, of course, you couldn't prove it was him. Of course, couldn't
1: prove it was him. And like the way, I, well, the way I felt particularly with the tires was like they were pay, they were painted pink, and I was like, what fifty two year old man is going to do a four hour round trip to paint tires pink? I genuinely thought that it was a bit of vandalism. Um, and now, of course, the guards were more savvy, and after like, talking to me, they, they, they were kind of asking me had I run him and anybody and I said, look, the only person is the guy I reported in June. And, again, with the, with the knots and crosses, like, I did find it so, like, I, at the time, I found it juvenile, but looking back, it was actually very, mm, very nothing, sinister.
0: There's, yeah, there's, of course, there's nothing juvenile. It, was very, it is very sinister, of course. Yeah. And, and then how eventually uh, was he caught in the end?
1: Because when he left the first letter, it, it started with, hello, neighbour. So, again, we didn't know who the hell it was and the guards were patrolling the park at night and then i had gotten in cctv cameras very very quickly so when he left the second letter he was caught on camera okay and and it was a hundred percent confirmed then that it was him we knew it was him and then the guards put in their operation of staying outside the house in tropical five and um, we were just waiting for him to come back we, we knew he was going to come back
0: and he didn't let you down
1: and he didn't let me down no 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 so, and thank god for the guards
0: so he tried to break into your house yeah, um, yeah. And the guards arrested him then. So your fear, of course, was if that, I mean, lucky enough, uh, the guards obviously were there, they caught him, everything else, he was basically caught in the act. If he hadn't have been, he may have carried out those threats. That's that's what well, could he, have happened he, to you.
1: He admitted that he was going to, um, that he had fantasised about it continuously from, from dawn to dusk. And he wanted, he fantasised about duct-taping duct my hands and duct-taping my oh, mouth. My. And he, oh, he admitted 100% like that of everything he was going to do to me
0: you know so and can I can I ask you before all this started before he left because now I'm just curious before he he hmm. left your job i mean you knew him for how many years many years before that was
1: i you? i knew him for like 18 months
0: okay and what sort of a person did he seem to be a normal rational person up to that point
1: yeah like he 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 was he was he was very loud and you always yeah. knew when he was in the building but like he never he never raised any red flags with me, even, yeah. with, even you know, when you're having a bit of banter with the lads. He yeah. never crossed the line. Um, he never made me feel uncomfortable because if he had, I wouldn't have met him that morning in, in, in his new place of work.
0: So he had just become but- obsessed with you, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah that's 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 what that's, he admitted to that it was it was more inclined, that that's all he thought about and okay okay yeah it
0: was, so it was, okay, so to so getting back to the campaign and and, mm. you, and I know you've been subjected to it eve obviously you you met through radio because both you had done a radio interview, and then you yeah. both hooked up uh, because she obviously went through a very similar experience as well mm-hmm. and now, at the moment the currently the legislation in this country is harassment. Uh, And I know because being in the media, there's one or two individuals. I had a guy last year threatening to blow my head off with a shotgun and also rape our producer. Unfortunately, we went to the guards and and little was done about it. Um, Mm -hmm. And we even had a phone number. Mind you, it may have been, you know, some sort of dodgy phone number. But we had a phone number. And and at the time, it surprised me that they said to me, well, unless they actually do something, there's not a lot we can really do. And, And that I found very, you know, disturbing that somebody mm-hmm. can go to that much trouble, threatening to kill you, and there's not a lot they can really do about it. Mm-hmm. But So harassment is the law currently in place. You want to see a separate piece of legislation, similar to the UK, that carries some sort of, at least a minimum sentence or a maximum sentence, as they, in the UK is 10 years, mm-hmm. um, and have it like a separate offence. So how, yes. how do you define, Una, you know, stalking um, as opposed to harassment?
1: Well, like, when when, when he was messaging me, and uh, he was messaging me over a period of, of six weeks, like, that to me is harassment. Harassment is when they're messaging you, calling you on the phone, emailing you. But once they, when, once they set foot on your property or once they're aggressively following you, like in, in, in Eve's case, her, her guy was outside her, her work for eight hours. Like, there's nobody has any reason to be outside somebody's work premises no. for, eight, for eight hours. And, and that's stalking. And somebody coming to you, once, once they cross onto your property, that, yeah. that, that, es- that has escalated to stalking.
0: Yeah, okay, and so so you would like to see it, it run in tangent, I suppose, with, with harassment and of assault. And in other words, if yeah. somebody is assaulted, but they've had previous uh, reportings of a person who'd been doing this, that it runs in tangent with that. Mm-hmm. Because I suppose the difficulty from the guards' point of view is that Let's say a boyfriend and girlfriend who break up, uh, and mm-hmm. either one can become the stalker. By the way, let's, of course, let's, to yeah. Be, to be clear, so let's say the girlfriend or the boyfriend is constantly mm-hmm. messaging on Facebook, constantly texting, and just won't stop. Now that is stalking. It can turn into stalking and harassment mm-hmm. initially, but then it becomes stalking if you have yeah. a new partner and they're they're kind of following you or they're turning up mm-hmm. at events that you're at on a regular basis. It's it's hard to define that uh, the, the threat of that. Now, of course, if they threaten to rape somebody or kill somebody, um, that is a whole different ball game altogether. Mm-hmm. But I suppose t- to define this specifically as stalking, it, it, it's going. To, and by the way, I'm hundred percent behind you and I support what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think there should be a, 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 there absolutely should be a difference between harassment and stalking. But it's how we define it is going to be the difficult part, isn't it? When, particularly well, if it when, seems innocent in some yeah. sense.
1: I mean, well, it is. It is going to be very difficult. To, to do it, but it it needs to be done. So
0: yeah, yeah. you know the,
1: the the you know the the the, the justice minister like they, they they have to sit down and they have to figure like it's up to them to figure out really how how to do it and, and, and how, how to define it, it and how it's interpreted. And how to define it, yeah, yes. and and exactly, and like and give the guards more like more power and give them like define for them what they can do, when they can do it, how they can do it. Mm-hmm. So so because at at the moment, like in fairness, to the guards. They probably do want to do a lot more, but but their hands are tied, you know. I mean, yeah. I I was very very lucky um, because I wasn't going in saying, "Oh, I think somebody's following me," or "Some guy is following me." Like I had the letters, the pay, the car absolutely, was changed, yeah. the house was painted, so I had oh, it's there, my black and white, dedicated.
0: absolutely, yeah.
1: You know, so there was no grey area, and and I think that's why my case was so straightforward. Mm. Um, whereas when you have a guy that's kind of popping up here, there, and everywhere it can be quite difficult to prove it but if some guy like if if a guy passes your workplace that's one thing but if a guy is standing outside for 8 hours
0: mm-hmm. just, i mean and, yeah, and this go. is real crime prevention because although both of your um uh, stalkers received a similar sentence of mm-hmm. 7 years or 2 years suspended sentence if this had been allowed to go on sadly for you una and and i say this with the greatest respect the next step is he would have carried out his threat yeah and, that, yeah. and, and we could have been reporting a very different crime and talking exactly. about a very different crime today on the radio. Exactly.
1: exactly. OK, so
0: you, you've hooked up, obviously, with the Cork Sexual Violence Centre in relation yes. to backing this campaign. And mm-hmm. uh, you've got a petition going now. There's almost a thousand signatures and you want to get mm-hmm. as many as possible, obviously, to give it more credibility and to give it more support. And where can yeah. people sign up with they, if they want to sign up?
1: Well, what we've done is we have created, um, in, in conjunction with the Cork Sexual Violence Centre, Mary Curley has been absolutely phenomenal in, in her support of us and getting the website up and running. Because when I was, when I was going through this, like there was nothing online. There was no help. There was no, like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to turn to, how to report it. That's
0: the hardest part of all these things, that, when you're in these situations, is yeah. who do I turn to?
1: Yeah. yeah so like our, our website is, is is stalking.ie and all the information is on it from if anybody wants to contact us get in contact us if they just want to have a look at what stalking is and how to report it that's there like they don't have to contact us but if they want to, they can and there's the link to the petition and also there's the webinar um that we we're having a webinar in on the 6th of may at seven o'clock and there's um there's a link there to sign up for that it's a free webinar but I think it will be very, very good, you know. So, OK, well, um, look, if but, anybody but, wants
0: to find that and you don't remember all of that, if you go to my Twitter account right now, the Nile Boylan show or the Nile Boylan Twitter account, we've put a link up there as well to that um, petition. And yeah, also and, and to the and website. The, and the main,
1: thing, the main thing really for me is, is that if anybody is going through it to check the website, because... Mm-hmm there's help there that, that wasn't there when I was going through it, you know, and and it's a very lonely place to be when you don't know you don't know who to turn to, you know, so... Yeah,
0: are safety orders of any value in those situations, by the way? You know, when you get to a point, say, where somebody maybe hasn't got quite as far as, you know, the point that you got to in your situation, mm. but say you've got an ex-boyfriend, an ex-girlfriend, whatever it is, and, and they're kind of stalking you, turning up at events. Now, nothing threatening, but still to you it feels quite threatening, I suppose. I mean... Have you ever, as have you spoken to anybody who's maybe gone to the district court to get a safety order against people like that? I mean, Well,
1: has- at, 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 at the moment, um, you can only get restraining orders against um, intimate partners or ex-intimate par- intimate partners. Mm-hmm. So your neighbour, your work colleague, you know, the milkman, the postman, whoever.
0: They're not included. It, it,
1: it, they're not included. Well, I, was, so I wasn't their- aware
0: of that, by the way. I thought you could get yeah. a safety order against anybody.
1: No, no, no. I, I, at the moment, um, it's, it's just, intimate
0: partners um well maybe that's something else we should uh, look at as well is extending that piece of legislation to help yeah. you know because I mean you can have a complete stranger stalk you yeah you know. exactly okay well yeah. look, the information is there I'm sorry you had to go through the experience by the way that you went through and if anyone wants to go mm-hmm. to our Twitter account now you will see a link there to sign up on that petition and obviously help the ladies out and of course the cork sexual violence center and to back this piece of legislation because I think it really is it is needed because there are people up there out there who have been subjected to it and if you are listening and you are going through that go to the website stalker.ie there's some good information and good uh, points of interest there and people that you can contact in relation to it listen Una thank you very much indeed and thanks for coming thank you so much thanks very much bye bye bye. Bye. real people real opinions real talk radio the multi award winning Niall Boylan show
1: classic hit